Welcome to Computers and Internet, sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. And if you've ever held back from calling in because you're intimidated because you don't want to sound like you don't know what you're talking about you pick the right day because i'm here in place of doc you can't possibly know less about this stuff than i do so uh, you're in good company today to call in with your questions for the guys from blh at 217-629-7970 ryan leo welcome back great to have you both here it's both not yeah both leo not leo anymore. see does it know what no what what who what a little bit shorter but that's okay <laughs> Bo. yep Bo. Yeah. Okay. We only have one Brian at the LH. Yep. That would be me. This is also Brian. However, we refer to him as Bo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Because we only ha- we also have a Brian Morris. We refer to him as Morris. <laughs> and then we ended up with another one, Brian Reed. We just call him B4 because he's the fourth one. <laughs> He is okay with that nickname, just for the record. If he's the fourth one, he should be after rather than before. But he should just be. probably should be. okay. Well, all right. So. Well, okay. It doesn't really matter what you call him. Just call him to get your questions answered this morning. That's right. On computers and uh, and internet, we want to start with uh, it. It's pretty basic, but it is a, a valuable reminder that just because somebody says they can recycle your electronics, it doesn't mean they actually can. At least not in a way that you would trust them to do so. Relate this story to me. It's rare, but I do get cold called every now and then. Uh, and why, why would it be rare? Why would you be different than anybody else? It, 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 we get everybody gets cold called all the time. Why is it rare for you? Because the guys heard what it, what they were wanting to do, <laughs> and then they passed them through to me because they're like, "You're going to want to hear this." <laughs> my, my, screen, this. my screeners nice. are well trained. Nice. Uh, so they wanted to recycle all of my electronics. Oh well, that, that's that's helpful. And I'm like, oh really? Okay. Well, they were trying. They, I let them give the whole sales pitch. Uh, and this is a local company or company trying to get in locally? Or? Uh, they are from down south, mm-hmm. uh, and they do trips up to Springfield. So there are people who've fallen victim to, and I'll use the word victim. Yeah, it's going to say m- migrant electronic recycling is a, is a fascinating subgenre, uh, I guess. But so they are completely and totally uncertified. Which the law for Illinois did change. You used to have to be electron, uh, recycling certified either to the R2 or to the E-Steward standard. But for some reason, uh, they undid that. So now you just have to register. Okay. So there's a difference. So, and, and for the benefit of listeners who may not understand, explain what certification means in the arena of electronics recycling. Certification means you have to volunteer to allow a third party to come in uh, at least once a year, usually twice a year. There is a random component to it, uh, but at least once a year they come in, and you have to be completely and totally transparent with them. They have complete and total access to everything you do, so they get to see every customer who sends material to you, how you process it, so they come back and they talk to Bull and say, hey, how do you go through these computers? And he has to explain what he does to that person 
and they check his work. So if he says, well, I fill out this form and make sure that it has the right RAM, the right processor, the right hard drive. I make sure that the hard drive is wiped. Really, how do you do that? Really, how do you do this? And then we have to go get the forms and prove that the forms are done. And all those forms have to be tracked. It's an incredibly arduous process. Yeah, no, no small deal, but at the end of the day, they can then certify that, that you follow ev every procedure to protect people's Exactly, so that I can say, if you brought in, Jim brings in a computer with a hard drive Which in I it, have done, which recently. Done. We have a certification that checks how we process that computer from the moment you dropped it off at the door to the moment it walked out the door to its downstream end market. Because it's a commodity, we are not a smelting facility. We process it up, package it, and we send it to the shredder. We send it to the refinery. We send it where it goes. Mm -hmm. And that auditor checks to make sure that we sent it there. And then they check to make sure that we set foot in every single one of our downstreams where we go to every two years and do an audit of them mm -hmm. and check it out. So it, we follow it is not necessarily the same as we're audited to it. So so the people that called you when you asked about their certification, yeah. what was well, their response? Trust us, we operate under that rule or under those policies. I'm like, but who checks it? Well, we are telling you we do it. We don't have to be checked. You can just trust us. <laughs> like what could possibly are, go wrong yeah, with that? Are you yeah. I'm like, no, Good enough I, for me, right? We have serious downstream, you know, anywhere it goes to, think of a river, anything it goes to is a downstream. You who brought it to me is the upstream. And we, computer guys, we call everything very so, simple. So you are telling me that in, if I have personal, private information, financial information, very sensitive material on a hard drive, that the honor system isn't good enough to get handed over to a total stranger to say, dispose of this for me? I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> There's a guy in a trench coat out back that's more than happy to take it from you. Though. I mean, With if a, you drill a couple holes in the hard drive, maybe, but... Do, do they have t-shirts that say, trust me on it? I mean, that would, that, that would sort of that seal would, the deal for that me. That would but, really seal the uh, deal. Their employee outfit is just, trust me. <laughs> How, how does somebody go about then verifying that when well, when they're dealing with this issue, that they're dealing with someone they, who is, in, in fact, certified, and that they know that they're following these rules? They should ask. Uh, that's really all you have to do is say, can you give me your audit package? That will give you the fact that we have an errors and omissions policy for uh, $10 million, that we have a pollution insurance policy for $10 million. We have the workman's comp insurance for where it needs to be. We have all of the insurances that go along with it that if anything went wrong, you have recourse. We have policies in place for how we handle material, and it should exp and the audit packet will give you all of those certificates so that if you really want to make sure, you can call the certificate body and say, hey, is BLH listed? You can go on the website and check that we're listed. If you go to eStewards.org, uh, you can type in, BLH computers and we'll show up. Actually, all three of us will show up. But but seriously, under Illinois law, companies that offer themselves for electronics recycling are not required to have that certification. No. The, I are you asking me to apply logic to government? <laughs> really, Jim? Are you asking me to do? This? I guess what I'm asking is what what standard then do they have to meet, if any? Uh, it, Your the EPA will come out and. They have to do an audit of you, so they check some of these things, but not 
But if it's the EPA, probably they're just checking to make sure you're disposing With of things in, in an environmentally friendly way, but not, necessarily, not, them. not well, necessarily a secure way. When uh, they came out to us, our auditor, his name is Rodney, he spends five days at BLH going through literally everything. No wonder you're on a first-name basis yeah. with him. Rodney, yeah. hey, come on in. He's a cool guy. I like him. He's a nice guy. Uh, so Rodney comes out for five days. When the EPA came in, they were there for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now that could be because we had literally here's everything that you sure. you need because we've already gone through Rodney's audit. Yeah. Rodney's audit is a full exam. <laughs> <laughs> you you know you've been through it. Yes. Uh, the EPA audit was very simple because again we've gone through so much more. And yeah, and so you can show them everything right out of the gate. And, they they don't have to go back and, and double and check. And they even stuff. commented. They're like, "Wow, this is so easy." Yeah. Cuz we end up because we're in Springfield, we're a very easy guinea pig to come test the auditors <laughs> on. <laughs> and we don't mind it because again, it, here it is. Yeah. If you ever want to tour, any and any listener that would like to come see the operation, if I'm there, I'm more than happy to give you the tour of it. Leo is a lot He's always busy doing something with the employees, so he may not have the time to give you that personal attention. Right. If you ask me, I don't do anything all day. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm more than happy to uh, uh, give the tour to anybody. You've given it. I gave a Facebook Live tour. It, yeah. I yeah, mistakenly right. put my yeah. entire video on Facebook. That, before that, I had 13 gotcha. confirmed photos of me on the Internet yes. until that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then. And then a viral video. <laughs> Uh, it's it's important though, and it, and it is something that again I think people sometimes might just assume. Okay, if I'm taking a place that does electronics recycling, sure they're going to be safe and they're going to follow all the procedures. But you don't know nope. unless they can document it. Exactly. Uh, the trust but verify. Uh huh. You you. It's fine to work with a company, and even if you've worked with them for years, even if they have a great you know if they're a charity and have a great mission and do all. But what are they doing with it? Because with Superfund rules, as we're discovering in uh, Ohio, where uh, Creative Technologies went bankrupt and left thousands upon thousands of tons of electronics behind, they go back to whose it was, and you're responsible for the recycling of it, even though you may have paid. You or, thought you got rid of it yeah, the right way. Yeah, you thought you got rid of it. You, you still owe for it. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there are counties that are finding out that they owe hundreds of thousands of dollars because they thought they recycled it, but it actually didn't get recycled. Yikes. Yeah, so you can't take chances on this, which is why you want to go to BLH Computers, and we will continue with computers and Internet. You can get your questions answered about your own hardware, software, just making uh, your computer work best for you. Call in this morning, 217-629-7970, as Computers and Internet continues with the guys from BLH Computers. News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY as we are back on computers and internet with the guys from BLH Computers and taking your calls at 217-629-7970. Not only are they uh, they're answering the sorts of uh, problems that you create because you download oh. the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, but also when Mother Nature uh, uh, yeah. interferes, too. It, it's kind of a shame that our Carol on here locally didn't have one of these devices oh, for their elevator. And their, yeah. and their they took that big uh, lightning bolt hit, and they're, they're still down and out right now. Uh, but you have been helping people protect themselves against these lightning surges. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, we have 
we did discussions on what you need anytime you come in with an issue. Yeah. I, I've actually stumped myself uh, here recently. A couple weeks ago, I may you may have heard me uh, talking about um, uh, my internet was up, down, and all around and not really doing what it was supposed to. Dave Eider, our, uh, the guy who we recommend to go out to your home, uh, he called in and gave some advice. Yeah, that didn't work 100%. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was good advice. It get, it moved me in the right direction. I have now gone through two routers. So, Bull, if you need a new router, I have a, I have a router that uh, is, I think re- I do, actually. is really good because uh, I don't really <laughs> need it. I've got an upgraded modem. Comcast has been out. Comcast was great when they came out. He did. He explained to me how the Internet worked. That was fun. That was so nice of him. <laughs> what a good guy. Yeah, I know. That was so cute. Uh, and uh, But he comes in. I'm like, um, the problem is at the street. There is a crack in the cable at the street allowing interference and water to get into it. He goes, no, it's not. Like, yeah, it is. And he's like, I have to start at the modem. So we started at the modem. We worked our way out to the street. He opened the thing. He looked at it. He goes, oh. Click. There's a problem. Cut, cut the cable off. <laughs> redid the end. Lo and behold, that fixed some hey, of the problem. Some, okay, only some though. Ended up. I have now figured it out. Ended up. Uh, I have a bad hub. Uh, when you, I have. A I very, hate when that happens. I have a very large network. Uh, usually about thirty-eight devices. Braggart, but okay. Uh, the, about thirty-eight Smart devices home. that We're are connected. <laughs> thirty-eight devices are connected to it, uh, <laughs> and one of the. Uh, uh, the switches or the hubs went bad. Ah. And uh, so I am now gradually shrinking everything down to where it uh, it fails and have found that out. So I have a, a nice new router. If you would really like to have it, boy, it is a uh, super duper home router. It has, eight, yeah. or it has six antenna and uh, coverage of a good square mile. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just need a second. Thirty eight devices. Light bulbs add up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Smart bulbs. He's got a smart house. All the the Nest you said you got right. I I have uh, five cameras, uh, thirteen light bulbs, uh, four Google Homes. Sorry, three Google Homes. Uh, my computer, my work laptop, uh, kids' computer, kids' Xbox, kids' other Xbox. Uh, all the cell phones. I got four cell phones connected to it, three iPads connected to it. Do, do you ever worry at some point that you're just going to be like, uh, you know, Google set the thermostat to 71 and it's going to say, I don't think so, Brian. Uh, I'm in control now. Uh, actually, it does that to Heather. <laughs> she tells it to turn the lights on and it's like, I'm sorry, I don't recognize your voice. <laughs> you're not the boss of me. <laughs> So it does do that. Yeah, well. Uh, The vacuum cleaner. um, None of these are Skynet brand by any chance, are they? uh, The garage door opener. Um, I have quite a few devices connected to it. Wow. And And at no point did you hear your network groaning under the strain and saying, please make it stop. That's where I started. Uh Uh-huh. Believe it or not, I had a uh, Apple Airport Extreme router. It had th- uh, three or four ports on it, connected to two eight-port switches, and that's where I started. Is I thought it was on overload of being able to connect enough wireless devices to it because I did some research, and sixteen is about the max you're supposed to hook it to. So I went and 
first thing I did, I went and bought a new router mm -hmm. and said, hey, this has to be the issue. I bought a router that was capable of handling 48 devices because I wasn't there yet. <laughs> Still got a few more. A couple uh, light bulbs to replace. Uh, actually, I bought two uh, wireless extenders so that they each support 16 devices and are only counted as one device connecting to the router. Wow. But anyway. Eventually, uh, you'll get all your devices connected. Uh, it. Does that work like power strips when you have 20 things plugged into it and it's just, just a matter of time just, until the whole thing erupts in flames? Well, a chain of power strips. And discovered the really big thing to do, this is good advice to people who decide to do this, write down yeah. your, uh, your network uh, SSID number or SSID name. That's what you call the network mm -hmm. because once you've disconnected it, you're not connected to it anymore and therefore you can't find out what you called it. And it's case specific. And I got it wrong, which meant I had to go to every single light bulb, every single camera, every single device, and reconnect it to the network, oh, which is so much fun. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> During the time that it was malfunctioning, though, did you just have to sit in your house in the dark because you've gotten so accustomed to being able to just say lights turn on and they I, do that it's just— My wife is— about as sarcastic as I am. <laughs> so she would come by, she'd flip it, she goes, oh, this is so antiquated. <laughs> I can't believe I have to flip a switch. How primitive, Heather, sorry. <laughs> the kids griped constantly. Uh, I, I can imagine. And it's like, because this has been going on for weeks trying to fix yeah. the problem. And it's like some of it's up, some of it's down. So I have the Apple TV, and the daughter loves to watch Apple TV. And she's like, I had to watch Apple TV on my iPad today because the – I had to watch Netflix on my iPad today because the Apple TV is not working. I'm like, all right. <laughs> More like, first world problems do, coming do you, up in moments. Back in my day. Do you think you'll get that? fixed anytime soon <laughs> well, i sure hope so dad's working oh yeah i hit her back with sarcasm <laughs> too uh, I'm sure, uh, so yeah today i will be moving the the control switch for the lights over to a different hub and that should have that problem fixed so we'll be back online with just about everything. Family in harmony in, in Brian's family coming very, very soon. If you find your own <laughs> domestic situation in turmoil because of a computer issue, this is the place to get it answered this morning by calling in at 217-629-7970. Another issue I discovered, the kid, his computer, I went in and I'm like, this is one of, one of the issues that could be is it's connected to the internet and if it's infected by a virus, that can kill your whole network. So I unplugged his computer. It also was plugged into one of the hubs, so therefore that could have been the issue also. But I took it into the BLH store, I handed it to Bull, and I'm like, hey, fix this. Uh, and he uh, he found 42 viruses on it. Yeah, before him, you left that day. Yeah, I'm like, how did you get 42 viruses? And he goes, I don't know. I never turn it on. <laughs> well, I would beg to differ with that. Yes. Somebody <laughs> turned it on. I don't know who it was. Not me. Not me does tons of things. Yes. Have you noticed that? He's famous at our job. Yes. Not me. Not uh. me does all kinds of stuff. So I, I've discovered all kinds of issues and resolved all kinds of things. But uh, it came down to it was a bad switch. All right. Well. And uh, again, that takes forever. 
ever to I, figure out. I think it's good to know, though, that even experts like you guys can run into these problems where they, they can perplex you for well, a while. And it's awesome when they go, you know, you should probably call Leo and have him come out and fix this. There you go. Yeah. Like, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> We've got more coming up. It's Computers and Internet with BLH Computers here on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMA Watch. Just for the principal. <laughs> 9.30, time for news. And as we mentioned, the the universe of these devices that we talk about each week on the show expanding uh, exponentially. So again, your laptop, your desktop, your tablet, smartphone, whatever it might be, your smart home or anything else under the sun. And all of it susceptible to both uh, software error and hardware failings and even susceptible to Mother Nature. And we've, oh, been, yeah. we've been talking about this uh, a, a little bit just in terms of the various things that can go wrong. And you have been uh, recently embarking on a, a quest to help people avoid some of those problems. Right. I see where you're going with that. The, light, <laughs> the lightning cable that you're the referring to. The lightning cable. The lightning cable. Is only called that because that's what Apple calls it. It doesn't protect anything it's from not, anything. Okay. What, what the hell is it then? <laughs> it's a power cord. It's their name brand, basically. I, th I thought it was like a surge protector. No. No. Oh. That's why I didn't pick up on the last time <laughs> when you threw it down. I'm like, is why it, are we we're talking giving about giving away lightning cables. What, okay, uh, so what's, what's a lightning cable? Last week we talked about uh, we got in a huge shipment of... Uh, lightning cables that have the Apple protection chip in it. Uh, that is all that does is that protects you against using a non-Apple device. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> so, because Apple... It does protect against something. That uh, it Apple, protects Apple stockholders. Yeah, Apple only cares about Apple. Believe uh, it or not, you can plug a cord into your phone and it say, hey, I can read it, but I won't transfer any data or charge. Right. Yeah, because this is not a genuine Apple product. <laughs> uh, these are fine. Uh, they will uh, do that. They're six feet long. And last week, we gave that. we said, hey, they're free. All we ask is that you make a donation to Rotary, because I do the Rotary Club. We received a $10 donation and gave away 125 cables. So you, what, one, <laughs> one $10 donation. One $10 donation, 125 cables went out. So we have decided to modify that to, if you would like the cables, they are $20 cables, but they are only $5, but we do ask that you donate a $5 donation to the Rotary Club. Uh, you can make a check if you want to. Uh, they'll just set it on my desk, and I will make sure that it gets there. Uh, but Still still quite the value. But, it, it, but yes. it all 100% of it will go to charity. We won't even give you a receipt uh, for, uh, for doing it at the store because it's not being sold by the store. It's right. just being given away by the store. I just ask that you make a donation to the Rotary Club. And if you do know a member of the Sunrise Rotary Club, they also have these in their cars. Uh, <laughs> so they're selling them out. I was talking to Fritz that Ronnie, who is a uh, Remax agent as well, took it to one of their big meetings, and she sold uh, 100 of them in uh, about 10 minutes. Uh, we are... Well, it, help, help me out here, because it seems like every day I'm hearing people weighing in on the Apple versus Android wars, and we've got both Samsung and Apple out with their latest renditions of their smartphones coming out yeah. in, the, in the next few weeks here. What, what, do you, what do you guys think? Where do you stand on Apple versus Android? I like Apple for several different reasons. Number one, uh, the... The iOS is very controlled, 
so it's I very user friendly. I don't have. Well, I like the controlled aspect. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the kids downloading something stupid, because Apple won't let something stupid on their network. In theory, the other thing that I really like is Apple allows for a unified system. So because I have gone Apple with my uh, connected devices, all of the games that are on my phone are on my kids' phones. Their phones are on mine. They get some of the best games, but I can see what they're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they download yeah. something really off the wall, hey, what is this? What, like my daughter downloaded something called Be My Eyes. It's supposed to be so that uh, blind people could put on a clothes and then send a picture of it, and you tell them, hey, that matches. <laughs> I thought that was a weird program. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very weird program. <laughs> I can't. Blind make, people don't have friends who can. I, I can't make this up. Uh, <laughs> How are the blind people taking photos of I themselves? You know what? <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry. So I'm like, very suspicious. So I'm like, you need to delete that. Program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be just on your phone to gather data. But so let's exactly. Just... So we we deleted that one. Um, uh, but there are other when when she gets when either one of them get things, I see what they got, mm-hmm. which is very very nice. Um, Did you let him have face app, by the way? No. No. Uh, I. Uh, the other thing is all the movies and everything are tied to the Apple TV, so it all just flows yeah. very, very fluidly between the iPad, the iPhone, the iPhone, the iPad, the Apple TV, all of that. See, I think your best argument for Android, though, was the very first thing you said about how Apple yeah. doesn't let you, uh, you know, download stupid stuff. That's why I got on the internet in the first place was for the stupid stuff. Well, so. Well, yeah. Uh, so I really like that aspect of it, um, and the Android operating system, the the Google uh, operating system that they utilize, is too open, and you yeah. can do, you can literally do anything with it. And we have found in the we got in a three uh, uh, D printer at the store. You can print anything. What do you want to print, Jim? <laughs> exactly a kidney that that these are the, what do you want to do yeah it's overwhelming almost and what you can do with the operating system and a lot of people end up either a never messing with it well if you're never going to mess with it why not just go with the apple product yeah, that yeah. you don't have to mess with it right uh and it, it does a lot of things that just make it easy um the downside to both of them is neither one of them are repairable uh, Apple and Android have both said, yeah, it's not user repairable. Uh, it, it's incredibly frustrating. I do truly think that uh, that, that will change, uh, especially as government agencies converge on it, because the EPA is getting involved in making sure that everything is recyclable. Yeah, electronic waste is is huge. So, Apple, but when you say repairable, what do you, what do you mean in that regard? You break anything on your iPhone mm-hmm. 10 and up, mm-hmm. yeah, it has to go to Apple. Yeah. If I we see. if we replace the screen, the t- uh, the proximity sensor won't work. So when you put it up to your face to talk on your phone, yet your cheek will hit buttons. Yeah. Turn your phone off or something. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, and Apple has done that on on other phones where if you replaced the home button, they did an update and it bricked your phone to where it wouldn't work anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, they undid that because so many people got upset with it. Right. And it's going to come down to one of two things. Either A, which Apple is already moving you to this direction, is you're no longer going to be able to buy an Apple product. 
you're going to lease an Apple product. Hmm. It will be their product that you will return at the end of your lease period, and you can't do anything with it, and they'll provide an insurance policy where if you break it, they'll fix it, and you don't get to touch it. And that will let them circumvent the um, uh, right to repair laws because it's no, it's actually not yours. It's there, still it's theirs. It's still theirs. Or it's going to go to a system where, yep, these are repairable parts. Totally repairable. Everything can be done. Uh, my personal favorite was Microsoft releasing their rebuttal to the right to repair legislation that is going out. And they said the reason that they have made it inaccessible to get into not able to even replace a battery in a laptop. Yeah. Uh, I Literally, I mean, some of the things that are, it's because you wanted it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wanted to not be able to fix That's my true. things. Okay. That, that was their rebuttal. Yeah. And they laid out a three-page document on how you, the customer, wanted all of these features. And no, yeah. we wanted something that if the battery, a consumable component, fails, right. it doesn't render the device useless. Exactly. I, my iPhone uh, 10, I'm an iPhone X, the battery life is down to 83% of actual life left, which means when I have 100% battery charge, it's 83%. Hmm. The only solution I have, replace buy it. another one. Yep. You can't replace the Cannot battery. Cannot replace no. the battery in it. Wow. And that's ridiculous for a phone that costs as much as it does. And I've had it a year. And now due to its failure, I have to replace it. Using it the way it was Using designed. Using the way it was designed to be used. Do, do you think people will stand for the whole leasing thing? Or will they drop Apple and go to a different provider? Because it, it that, that would bug the heck out of me. I it, think it'll be easier for people. and that's... I, I think they're going to go with an ease aspect yeah. of you no longer have to cough over $1,200 for a phone. It breaks. You, you don't worry about you, it. You cough over 50 bucks a month, yep. and it's automatically deducted from your iTunes account, and you don't have to worry about it. And if you drop the phone and break it, you just send it in. We'll send you another one. If you do anything to it, we just send you another one. And that's how Apple has always done the Apple Care system, which is if I have to send mine in, they actually send another one, and I just put mine in the yeah. box when mm -hmm. it comes in, and it comes tomorrow. So you're without the phone for a very short amount of time. I think uh, that's the way it's going to end up going because the consumer will see it as a savings and a convenience to them yep. of – I don't have to cough up $1,200 today. I right. can cough up $600 a year. And then, because Apple already offers this service, uh, you can pay $50 a month, and that includes your, uh, your iPhone protection. And then every time they come out with a new phone, you just get it. You just get an upgrade. How did we get to the point where our phones are now like cars in terms of the financing and the options and everything that we're cost? Yeah, uh, and Apple has been making enormous profits. That's how they're one of the. I was going to say that you know so you, they say, could, you say cost, but there's no could, way it's anywhere well, no, close to what they're actually charging. They, they could people. sell the phone for half of, of course, what, of oh, what yeah. they, and still make money. Of on course it. they could. So, which would be nice since that is the case if they would just make it here, right? Yep. Providing you know high end jobs to put things together that are high tech like this, and thereby charge the same thing and just make less because it's obvious people are willing to pay it. So if they would give up a little bit of greed, they could make a huge dent in uh, 
in issues that we're facing globally. <laughs> 217-629-7970. I mentioned this because I was reading online about, uh, you know, Apple in September is always the oh, yeah. rollout of the new line. They're going to have the iPhone 11 coming out. I'm looking forward to it because I need a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> Although they, what they, at least one article I read suggested that it's not going to be that big an upgrade this year because everything is holding for 2020 when they're going to roll out 5G and you know and. However, it'll have a working battery. Well, <laughs> so there is there is that sure that. Uh, I, I can hold out till September with an 80 percent battery because it really it does it does still last all day. Yeah. If I forget to charge it, it won't work tomorrow. Right. Yep. Right. Well, and you know, and I, uh, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I've ever had a phone that I could let go without charging it overnight. By the end of the day, oh, I'm yeah. ten. Well, yeah. Well, okay. How, how, if it's, if it's 100%, if it has 100 percent battery, what, what is your battery life generally on that? Then for in, in normal, I mean, and your use probably isn't normal, but you, you I, I was able, I was able to go two days uh, if I had to. Uh, I'd have to switch it to low power mode, right? Uh, and. It was best if I switched it to the low, if I knew like I was traveling. Right. Uh, I would switch it to low power mode so that it would, it doesn't go get your uh, email constantly. Right. You have to go ask for it. Right. Uh, it, it does a little Puts a lot of just like stuff that. in the background and, yeah. and dark yeah. and yeah. So, so I, uh, if I know I'm going to have to do that, I can last a good two days. I, I, if I know I'm going to have to travel with this one, I do that. And it'll go overnight. I, I had an 18 hour uh, uh, flight. That I had to do, and it it lasted the entire time and worked when I landed. When when did you go to Beijing or Australia? An eighteen hour flight? My God, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, it, there, you have so many secrets. I just, <laughs> I need to sit into this show more often to learn learn more about the uh, the, the world travels of Brian. Uh, it two, happens. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy again is the number here. It's computers and internet internet with BLH. If you have a Questions about all of these changes in technology, the new advances, the new features and things. And you know, and help me out a little bit with 5G. I know we have talked about this before, and we've talked about it in terms of they're trying to get some of the infrastructure in place so that when 5G becomes available, we'll have access to it here. And is it, is it going to be that big a difference from if you've got 4G now? How it's supposed to be. I'd like the 4G to work. <laughs> they so, took down AT&T, took down the tower in Rochester, so it's a terrible absolutely terrible signal yeah. uh, that I've had to have them switch me over to Verizon because I can't use my phone where I live. Wow. Because AT&T decided to do that. Why, and why would they do? Why would they take down a tower? Did that... you really just ask me to apply logic? <laughs> <laughs> Not to the government. To, but to, to, why? This is to AT&T. Uh, okay, never mind. Point, point taken. Just woke up one day and said, let's take that tower yeah, down. You know needs, what? Who needs that? Uh, four my towers in my My way. mom lives in Rancho. She does. She has to use Comcast to provide her Wi-Fi calling. Yeah. So I, in order for her to actually be able to use her phone. So we're having to switch her over. Yeah. All right. Keep the calls coming in. 217-629-7970. It's computers and internet with the guys from BLH Computers here on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY 952 on computers and internet with the guys from BLH Computers. 
taking your calls on your questions about computer hardware, software, programs, uh, gaming, anything that's uh, going on electronic, uh, gadgets and gizmos in your life, 217-629-7970. So, guys, we have covered a lot of ground here. And we just started to talk a little bit about, about the 5G. So you've, n you've never tried 5G yourself? Well, I've had it when I've been up in the Chicago area. Okay. I don't notice any difference. See, that's what that's what I'm thinking, too. I, I mean, when you get a good 4G signal, it's, it's pretty dang fast. You get stuff pretty much instantaneously. I can figure out how much better it could be. Well, it is where it will really help is just the connectivity of devices being able to to go over it. And we'll see how it uh, how it goes. I mean, again, I would really appreciate it if they could make what we have. Yeah, a consistent, <laughs> a consistent 4G and, would and be I, very helpful. And I don't think, oh, well, why don't you just use your Wi-Fi calling capability? Oh, so AT&D can't provide a signal for me, so I'll just use Comcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, <laughs> what a way to pass your your buck along. Hey, well, sure. I, I really can't provide the bandwidth here, but you're paying for this service, so why don't you use their bandwidth? Okay. <laughs> like, wow, that that's your solution. W it, does it work? <laughs> I, I, that'd be like buying a computer from me, and I'd say, okay, yeah, you can buy a computer from me. Let me run over to Best Buy and get one for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. really? What? Yeah. Why don't I just go? Why don't I just go get one? Yeah. Well, th and this is part of, uh, I guess, my fear. You know, when you, you were talking earlier about your your smart house and your thirty eight devices, uh, we we are now so intrinsically tied to this technology, and they do kind of have you by the short hairs a little bit. So yeah, because when it doesn't work, you have to flip the light switch. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk, get up and walk, just like a you, TV remote. You, you sit there and watch the same I, show instead that's of another th get up to change the channel. I can actually tell it to change the channel. <laughs> TV. Yes. Well, Please I, change the channel, too. <laughs> at, at the same, yes, and you're right. There, there are workarounds for some things, but for other things, if the phone isn't working, I don't know. I, I'm the sure it's the same work. with you guys. You're, you're kind of paralyzed. Uh, well, I was on my way uh, here. And I come from the Rochester area, so I drove through the river bottoms to get to the interstate to get here. And sure enough, I was on the phone with my mom, and there it went. Yeah. I had well, was good talking no to you. See you signal. Later. It oh, wow. just goes away. And I call her back. She goes, let me guess. You drove through the river bottoms because <laughs> she knows where. The, it's weird. You, it's like you can pinpoint when me I, on a map. When I try to drive across the dam. Yeah. Nope. I'm sorry. You have no signal at all. It's not like it's spotty or it's Difficult to hear you because you're cutting in and out. No, literally none. It's it's like a wrinkle in the fabric of time where suddenly you're in the 1950s. It's like, well, no, you can't talk to somebody in your car. Are you you're crazy? In the Twilight Zone. That's sci-fi that's sci stuff. Like, we, what year are we in? Yeah, that well, we can't. Springfield is again. It's a it's a small city, and we're 100,000 people. We live on one of the busiest roads in the country. Right. I-55 is a major north-south corridor Absolutely. between Chicago and New Orleans. Absolutely. We have so much traffic that goes by here, and the largest phone provider in the country can't provide service in the capital city of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, that, there's really no way to get around that. There, That isn't poor planning. That's not. That's just sad. I wonder if they're making enough money to be able to put towers up. 
Maybe. Yeah, is that I don't it? Know, maybe, maybe they're broke. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cheaper to leave the tower up than to take it down, though? After Not if you're t- paying rent. Well, yeah. I, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I guess, and, I guess and, that and, is true. I, I don't know. But all I know is on a major north-south corridor through the capital of Illinois, the largest phone provider in the country, Fails. Well, we have a and new, I can, and I can talk about them because I'm a paying subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new rural broadband initiative here in Illinois. Oh, okay. Maybe they will set aside at least one little corner of it for some urban broadband <laughs> renewal in uh, in our little community here. Maybe Verizon will start working in Jacksonville. Well, that would be that I, would be nice too. In trying to figure out because I have to switch my mom from AT and T because it does not work. Uh, Sprint. It sounds like it's the best option for her because it works everywhere. However, you have to buy a new phone. That gets expensive. Uh, T-Mobile doesn't work in Taylorville, so she goes to Taylorville a lot, so therefore I can't get her T-Mobile. Verizon sounds like it may have to be the option because she doesn't go to Morgan County very often. But Just it don't go where you lose service. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sorry, your phone does not allow you to proceed past this mark. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and, and it is. It's like one of those one of those old uh, TV shows in the last few years where the whole premise is uh, all the electricity in the world has been wiped out, and, and yeah. that's what you feel like when you go over there. You do. And it's like, what this this device in my hand is is nothing more than a, a doorstop now. Well, it just. Do you remember when uh, you would drive to Chicago and you get about. 40 miles north of Bloomington, and there's no radio station? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Same sort of thing. <laughs> and you you really do. You feel like you, you have somehow gone through a, a, a dimensional vortex. It's well, like, what, now where am I? What? I, I was driving from uh, Las Vegas to Grand Junction years ago, and there's actually signs that your car has to be able to go 90 miles or don't go. This is the last place to get gas. Uh-huh. Once you cross this point, there's nothing. Yeah. Sure enough, the radio goes dead. The phone doesn't <laughs> Nothing works. No gas stations. Okay. Nothing. That's in the middle of the desert. <laughs> well, you would expect it. You would expect you that would. kind of you thing. You would expect that. Because really, as you're driving through a pristine desert, you really don't expect to see cell phone tower. But hey, I, I expect it going through the desert. I really don't expect it rounding around the power plant. I don't yeah. know, that, but, yeah, yeah. But, but there are at least portions of North Central Illinois that are, in their own way, a desert, culturally at least, if nothing else. So I suppose that uh, the same you, principle applies. You don't expect to drive past the power plant capital you, you really, and, and yeah, not you, be able to be on the phone. You really don't. That That is a that is a fair point. Uh, we do this every Saturday morning here, 9 to 10 a.m., computers and internet with the guys from BLH Computers. How do people reach BLH the rest of the week? BLH Computers is located at 1832 Stevenson Drive in Springfield. That is Springfield, or sorry, Sangamon County's oldest shopping center yeah. uh, at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We're there Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 6. Jacksonville is located at 832 South Main, and he is also there Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 6. Taylorville has our coolest address, which is 123 West Main Cross. Also, Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 6. You can find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can get us at blhcomputers.com. You've got that down just just perfectly. You see should see it when I forget and I don't look at the clock <laughs> and I start it. A break early. (laughs) Here each Saturday morning as well on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Let's talk real estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals comes your way next at 10 o'clock. News you can depend on.